Hello and welcome. We are here. It was this episode four. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm Tania. And this is the Black Wedding Podcast. By He I Do. Yay! We have a very special guest on today's episode. Go on, guest. Let them know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, everybody. My name is Janice. Janice LeVon Walters, to be exact. Um, I've known Ashley for a while now. Let's just yes. keep it there. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to be on. I am so excited that you're on. I know Tania's excited, but I'm yes. even more excited. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into all the good wedding planning and wedding talk and all of that because you're closer to the finish line than I am. Yes. You have like what six weeks five wow. weeks mm-hmm. I didn't realize how close it was yes uh, a little bit over 30 days I want to say we're on 36 days I think that's so close oh pray for me it's congratulations be- by the way yes congratulations thank you thank you oh it's gonna be here before you know it oh, I can't wait I'm just I'm I'm actually very tired of planning so I'm ready I am ready I feel like I'm ready for this to- yes I am <laughs> to wrap up Oh, man. How has your day been just in general, both of you? <sighs> you want to go first or I go first? Either or. Okay. <laughs> you go my, first. You're the guest. Yeah, you go first. My day was pretty good. Um, got in from work and went straight to my second job, which is wedding planning. But um, yeah. it's it's the exciting stuff, uh, finalizing the makeup artist and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been a good day. Not too much stress at work. So it's a good day. That's good. Any Labor Day plans? Wedding planning. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. We're tying things up. And um, I said, I'm going to stay in and rest and just do the final things and let that be it. Maybe Netflix and chill. But yeah, (laughs) I'm just ready to rest and get it over with and let that be it. I didn't realize how long this would take. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because for you, what, it's been a little over a year or about to be about a year? September 1st will be a year. Okay. So that's like in two days. Yeah. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. How was your day, Tania? It was uneventful. Okay. But today was actually a better day than last week. So I'm very happy. I got out of the office on time today, so... I can't complain. Okay. How was yours? It was good. It was my work from home day. So um, very quiet. Had a few vendor calls in the middle of the day, which is always fun. And I try to schedule those on my work from home days. So talk to a potential caterer and makeup artist. So we'll see how that goes. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is not going to be cheap. <laughs> or like... As cheap as I was imagining it to be, I was thinking it would be like $200, $300 to get your makeup done and like $30, $50 for everybody else. No, no. I was sadly mistaken. <laughs> it's not that cheap. I would be thinking the same thing too, yeah, but I no, guess no. it's a bridal package and so things are different. Well, yeah, they're like quoting me. Uh, like you have the bridal rate and then you have the bridal party rate and like the mother mm-hmm. rate and all of that. And I didn't think of all of that, you know. Yeah. All of those different prices. I was just thinking like, oh, it's going to be smooth, like $600, $700 for all of us to get our makeup done. No. 
No. No. Wow. <laughs> but then again, I have a big bridal party. Remember that. So very true. That's part of it. So like you said, it is a whole separate job mm-hmm. from like you get off work and you are just still going and it just doesn't end until it's over. So. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. But again, we are so excited that you're on this episode. We're going to talk to you about just everything wedding related um as it starting from like when you were single to now being engaged almost married how that's been for you and how that's even strengthened your relationship with God Mm -hmm. so um we have a lot of questions for you so So get ready yeah (laughs) um feel free to expand or be as brief as you want like just go for it um but yeah so We'll get started. How long were you single before you met your fiance? Oh, girl. Um, <laughs> I was single. I want to say it was four years. I want to okay. it was like three or four years. Um, and I needed all of them. I needed all of them because the relationship before him ended terribly. It mm. was just uh, so destructive on my emotions and my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I needed the entire three, four years. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. How long were you in that relationship? I was in that relationship, uh, I think, for almost two years. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Almost okay. two years. Yeah. And a girl, don't even get me talking about that. It was a mess, <laughs> honey. <sighs> yeah. I had one of those two. Yeah, we made it over, honey. Right. I think we have all been in that situation. Right. But then it all makes sense. And you're so much more appreciative. Oh, yes. Because you went through all of that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, it really does. Um, All the dots get connected. Uh, Yes. It really made me buckle down on what I wanted. Right. um, Because it was so much of what I did not want. (laughs) Right. You know, it really made me see like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I don't need. This is what I want, you know, mm-hmm. for the experience. Um, I wish I didn't have to learn the lesson that way. Right. I'm grateful nonetheless. Right. And that actually goes into the next question I was going to ask, which is <laughs> what kind of spouse did you pray for when you were single? Like, what did your list look like? Give especially coming prayer. from that. Yeah. That especially coming from that, like, last relationship. Okay, so by the time the last relationship ended, I completely burned my list. And I was like, girl, we're just going to pray for a man that is saved. For real saved. (laughs) Amen. Yes. He loved Jesus more than he loved me. Um, Mm -hmm. Because if he loves God more than anything, then he's going to know how to love me. He's going to know how to love himself, first of all, and then Mm -hmm. love somebody else. So, yeah, I I no longer had a list. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Lord, you have to just drop him down from heaven yourself. Because I, I can't do this. I cannot do this. And it's just so funny because, and I guess we'll get into it as the interview goes on, but uh-huh. I actually knew my fiance. Like I knew of him for, I want to say like a decade. And I had oh, wow. a crush on him from a distance. I was like, he ain't checking for me. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> when I say he's every, whenever I did have a list, he was, he's everything on that list. Wow. But, um, upon him coming I was like girl bye with the list I was like Jesus you just need to be saved and that's it that's all I'm asking for I just want a man that love you for real so right because there are so many guys that would like claim that they're Christian oh girl and 
then it's like Christian until a point or they want mm-hmm. they're fine with certain things until it doesn't satisfy them in one way or another. Like and that's where you have to have the hard truth and that hard conversation of like, is this really for me? This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he'll give us the desires of our heart <laughs> to show us that. Okay, that's not who I wanted for you. But you had to realize it and figure that out on your own. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we have like this. I heard somebody else say it. um, It's like the celebrity Christian. So what I mean by that Mm. is like, it's like all over your social media, you saved, you know, and everywhere else, you you know, it's it's almost like their faith is a part of their job. Mm. So You know what I mean? And there's that version of it as well when, you know, everything that you see about them is like, oh, yeah, they believe in God and, and, you know, they love and they serve God. But when you start to talk to them and, you right. know, you reach for their hand to say, um, say grace because we had the dinner and they, and they pull back, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I had a guy do it. Are I'm you say, serious? Uh-uh. I'm so serious. Like, we at dinner and I'm like, okay, I'll grab his hand. You know, we can say grace. Oh, no, I don't want to. What? You scared? Oh, no. Mm-mm. That was the last time. <laughs> No, I'm done. <laughs> and grace is like the easiest right. prayer you can say. That's like, <laughs> we, grace, you know, like, come on. Right. <laughs> at least you're not doing a prayer before the whole family. But I mean, right. that's at the very, like you said, that's the least you could do. Like, mm-hmm. okay. No, I want <laughs> Even to have you it say, down in his soul. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You just got to, like, that's just so weird to me. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, what? Oh, no. Uh, uh-uh. Interesting. <laughs> so how did you two meet? Yeah. So, I mean, naturally, we met in church. Um, mm-hmm. And okay. it's funny because, like I said, I knew of him for a very long time. And I was, like, secretly crushing on him, going to church. Um, but when we officially met, our mothers introduced us to each other. Oh. Yeah, it was so cute. I was like, oh. But, um, <laughs> so, you know, his mother introduced me to him and he shook my hand. He was like, oh, you're the songbird, right? And I just went dumb and just couldn't say nothing. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, after leaving service, my mother was like, you disgust me. Because she knew that I had to wash her hands. You know, it was an embarrassing moment, but you know, I made it through. We now we're here. Now I'm about to be Mrs. Wright. So, oh, yes, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> That's good that his mom introduced you to him because that means that she already liked you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, have yeah to Get in the family, you know, exactly. Or work so hard to get yeah. into the family. Mm-hmm. So, how long were y'all dating before the proposal? He proposed on our first year anniversary. We weren't Aww. playing no games. No games, honey. I like it. Um, he is 11 years my senior. So, okay. he knew exactly what he wanted. He was just like, okay. So, upon like dating, he was like, okay, so I don't date to just date. I'm mm-hmm. looking for a wife. And I was like, praise God, because I'm looking for a husband. <laughs> <laughs> we on the same page. Exactly. <laughs> Played no game. So, first year anniversary, he popped the question. Wow. Yes, it really is. Because <laughs> there are a lot of folks that are also dating just to date, yeah, to just date. to pass the time because they don't want to waste the time texting for no reason. Oh, my gosh. Going out to eat for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the money in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like once we, you know, you hit that certain age and it's kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? Because. Exactly. Uh, Especially after that six month mark. Whew, you better than me if you wait in the six months to figure that 
but <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like after the six month mark, you pretty much know whether or not if you want to move. Oh, forward. okay, like in the relationship, or yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that person is yeah. stuff can pop up after that six month mark. Very but true. I I get because what you're three saying. Three months is too All... short of a time. You're still learning each other. Yeah, you're still. You know that you're still learning each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might no, not know like. I know it folks middle names at that point his middle name you should yeah. know but mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe like his sister's <laughs> middle name or something like that okay yeah. <laughs> i feel like i already know the answer to this but how do you get along with his family and how does he get along with yours we all get along very well um Yay. It's so funny, though, because sometimes he, like, comes over and my dad is like, hey. And I'm like, excuse you. He didn't come here for you. So they, (laughs) you know, they have the same dry sense of humor. And uh, but I'm grateful for that because that was another thing that I prayed for. I wanted uh, my family to love the man that I marry and vice versa. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everybody get along very well. Like I said, we all know each other from church. So, you know, it's it's a good it's a good mix. Perfect. Oh, Yes. <laughs> and I guess you kind of sort of answered the next question. Yeah. So you met his parents at church? Yeah. Yeah. I actually took a, a well, I, like I said, I've known of them for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. We all fellowship together in church and they have a, a school inside of their church. So I took a class with his dad. So I knew who his family was. The only person I think I didn't meet um immediately was his brother but okay yeah like i said everybody's super cool i'm close with my sister-in-law to be and it's a it's a it's a good mix oh yeah well sister in love yes well another sister yeah another (laughs) one okay which i wanted so bad i wanted another because my sister's 10 years older than me too so (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know that separation is like okay girl i'm not trying to chill with you <laughs> younger, like I wanted another sister, oh, so it's yeah, cool. My sister in law is like a year older than me, so we're like perfect, same, yeah, same age. Oh, so how did you know that he was the one? Yeah, girl, <laughs> now you get into my questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, so I had this like crush on him, mm-hmm. but I never, I was just like, he is not checking for me, bye. Um, but everything that my dad told me to look for in a man, everything that my, that my dad showed me what a man should be to a wife, Mm -hmm. I saw that in him. So I like, I really admired him. Um, but when I got to know him, so I guess, so when I got to know him, it was, everything was just confirmed. Um, and he was who he said he was. A Mm -hmm. lot of times we meet guys and they're like, oh yeah. Like, once again, back to the same thing. Oh yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved. But you cuss a little. Boy, if you don't go sit down. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm saved. I'm saved. Right. But you you talking to mad different girls and just being just, just not nice. Um, right. That's who he said he was. He was very upfront about everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, cool. So we together. Like first day. Okay, you my man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, when you first hit me up, you slid in the DMs. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's my husband. That's like, it. I just knew, like, yeah. yeah, he was just everything, everything. And I, and I think, like I said, because of the crush for so long, which really yeah. morphed and evolved to uh, deep respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. So I guess I kind of knew beforehand. Like, I didn't know God was going to hook a sister up like that and actually give me my crush. But I just knew, I was like, that is the kind of man that I need to marry before yeah, we got yeah. together. So when he came, I was like, oh, glory. Holy. 
<laughs> I'm so glad. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. I'm just very animated. Don't mind me. <laughs> I was about to say, we have a t-shirt that says glory. You're right. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. We do. I forgot about that. Doesn't yes. the other one say hallelujah? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to get those. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> so how and when did he propose? Oh, this is so good. Oh, I don't yes. care what I say. I had the best proposal better than everybody's. I don't care. <laughs> um, like I said, it was on our first year anniversary. So September 1st. Uh-huh. Um, so he is like, oh, he did this so good. So I've never seen The Lion King on Broadway. Uh-huh. And I've been talking about it forever. Yes, I live in New York, but I've never gone to see it. Whatever. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like okay, I'm going to get tickets for our anniversary. We're going to have this nice weekend. I was like, yes, okay. So we go to this Thai restaurant, which I love Thai food. So we go to this nice, and the ambiance was just beautiful. They had like these gold, like leaf things hanging from the ceiling. It was just so nice. So I got all cute. <laughs> And we went to uh, dinner and then he was like, okay, you know, after this, we're going to go to the play. So we get in the car. <laughs> this is so funny. We get in the car and he's like checking his emails. Like, oh, let me make sure I got the time right or whatever. And then he's just like, oh, babe, oh, please don't get mad. And I'm like, what? He was like, I screwed up the time. I got the, I, I got it for the wrong day or something like that. And I was just like, oh, it's okay. Girl, I was boiling. I was <laughs> Like, really? So I'm just, I'm not going to see Lion King today? Really? So I go online myself, like, okay, I'm I'm about to buy tickets right now. (laughs) Like, we going to find this. Exactly. I go online, sold out. I should have known. Whatever. So I'm like, dang, this is messed up. So I'm just like, oh, but I'm trying to be cool because it's an anniversary. I don't want to, like, start night. And he's just like, he's acting so well. He's like, oh, let me just, let me get out the car so I can just clear my head. I'm going to figure something out. So he gets out the car. And he like goes behind the car down the street or whatever. And he makes a call as if he's trying to figure things out or whatever. Um, so he comes back. He's like, yeah, we can't exchange it. And all of this, he, he made up this elaborate story. So he's just <laughs> like, oh, what do you want to do for the rest of the day? I was like, oh, I don't really know. You know, maybe we can just chill. Still trying to be cute about it. Right. I was so upset. <laughs> so we start driving and, and, and we're just trying to look for things to do now. I'm upset, but we're trying to look for things to do. And I remember my brother had mentioned it's this area in Brooklyn called the Dumbo area. And they Uh have a carousel out there. They call it Jane's Carousel. So I was just like, oh, yeah, remember Stephen said um, Jane's Carousel's out there. We should go check that out. He was like, oh, perfect. So he got all of these, like, text messages coming off and uh, because his phone was connected to the car. So they're going off, and I'm like... Who, who's all these people texting? Okay, bye. So he turns to the, <laughs> he turns to the heart and soul station on the radio. And we playing our love songs. I'm still trying to be cute about it because it's our anniversary. I don't want to fuss. Yeah. So we start riding towards Brooklyn. Oh, that's what I forgot to mention. So it's our it's our first year anniversary. So we decided to get each other gifts. He said, "Don't spend no more than twenty five dollars," because you know we're just trying to we're trying to you know live our lives here and not go too hard. Yeah. So right. I'm like, okay, cool. So I come with this cute little bag. I had gotten him. Uh, I think like a wallet and I made up like um, coupons to, to, for him to redeem like different little date days with me. I thought it was cute and creative. I was doing something. Aww. Anyways, so we get to Brooklyn um, and he parks the car in the garage and I'm like, should I change my shoes? Because I had on these extra high heel shoes and I was like, girl, whatever. Because yeah. I knew we were going to walk around. So I was like, I didn't uh-huh. want to be walking on extra high shoes. So he's like, no, I'll just leave your lower ones. So I was like, okay, cool. So we get out the car. He goes into the trunk. He pulls out this big old box. So I started fussing. Daryl, 
you said only spent twenty five dollars. That's more than twenty five. I'm going. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. Whatever. So we start walking towards the carousel. We get to the carousel, and it's like empty. And I'm like. Oh, they're closed too. So he's like tapping on the, the glass. Clothes. And he's like, oh no, the lady's letting us in. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice. Oh, let me rewind real quick. So he put on the radio and it was uh Eric, I think it's Eric Benet and Tamia. Um what is been my life uh-huh. with you? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sidebar, <laughs> he played that on our first date too. Aww. Anyway, oh I know, right? So, um, so that's playing on the radio. So we get to the carousel. He's tapping on the glass and, and I'm like, oh, it's closed. So he's like, no, the lady's letting us come in. So I'm like, okay, cool. And so we walk in and I'm just oblivious to the world. And I'm just like, okay, so we're just going to look at the carousel, see how nice it is. And then we're going to go. So the lady's like, oh no, you guys can take a ride. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice of her. I am just completely oblivious. <laughs> to <everything in> life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, we get in like the little carriage thing or whatever. And he's just like, okay, you know, well, maybe we should just open our gifts here. And I'm like, okay, that's cute. So he puts the box in my lap. I go to fussing again. I'm like, Daryl, I know you spent more than $25 just going in. He's like, just hush. So he starts tearing, (laughs) he starts tearing the box open and we start spinning on the carousel now. Uh And Eric Benet to me, a spend my life with you comes on. And I'm like, that's a coincidence. What's going on? So I op- I'm tearing open the box, still fussing, and I opened the box, and there's a little box inside. And uh-huh. I looked up, I said, I know you lying. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Daryl, I know you lying. And he's like, just open it. So I opened a small box. So he had he got one of those ring boxes that has the light inside of it. So yeah. when you open it up, the light shines on top of the ring. And so I start screaming, oh my God, you crazy going in. And <laughs> out of nowhere, his nephew is a photographer. He jumps out like Spider-Man and is like taking pictures. And I'm like, oh my God, like going in. <laughs> Uh, and he gets on his knees, and I'm like, "You lying! Y'all <laughs> <laughs> should have seen me. It was a whole mess. So I'm screaming, acting crazy. He gets on his knees. I think he asked me. I just started saying, yes, yes, yes.' <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh my god! Yes. And then, so after I finished screaming, saying yes, my dad comes on my right side. My mom and my aunt come running on the left side, and I'm like. Y'all crazy! Just like screaming and just acting crazy, and then I just broke down and just started crying like somebody beat me. Like I was, I say I was crying. I was like beating my chest. I was like crying. Wow! I'll, I'll show you. Did I catch it on video? It was just. It was so nice. And I, that's the whole story. See, I had to go. That is such a great story. Yeah, yes. it really is like an amazing story. Yes. But did someone catch that on video? No, they didn't catch the video, but... But they got the photos. Yeah. The way them pictures are set up, girl, he got all my ugly cries. Oh, okay. She, okay. Okay. I do remember that. Like, I remember you posted a picture of you, like, looking at the ring and, like, you were just in tears. And I was like... <gasps> no, I have some worse than that, child. I didn't want to post the bad ones. I'll send it to y'all. Girl. Yeah. Ugly crying picture. <laughs> it was a mess, but it was a beautiful mess. It was everything. Aww. It was just, uh, I love it. It was so good. That's such a beautiful story. <laughs> that was. 
Oh my gosh, I love good proposal stories. Yes. That was amazing. Okay. That's love, love. Yes. He thought this through. Yes. Like, you just happen to say, like, oh, let's, you know, go do the carousel. And it's like, he yes. already had that plan. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh, he my. Somebody told me because he was just like, how did you know? I was like, I didn't know. I mean, we was headed towards Brooklyn. I said, let's go to the carousel. I had no clue. You know what? It was God. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Look at it. Come on. I love that story. That yes. was so great. I was so dramatic and a mess, but. <laughs> <laughs> now I got a question. Yes. Did he ask your parents? Yes, he did. Yes. Like Steve Walters was not having it. Right. <laughs> Listen, my father, I am certainly a daddy's girl, but um, that's also the kind of man that he is. Like there yeah. was no way he was going to ask me to marry him without speaking to my dad. Um, and then my yeah. mom wanted to talk to him, but of course, <laughs> so, of course. yeah, right. wanted to talk to him. So he was like, okay, I'll talk to her too. And he actually coordinated the, the proposal with my brother. Wow. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's so yes. sweet. Okay. So basking in all of that, how did y'all decide on the actual date? Like the wedding date? Okay. So I originally wanted it to be on our on our anniversary. So I was all over the place. Let's just be real. I was all over the place. <laughs> I originally wanted it to be on our anniversary. And then I was mm-hmm. like, no, let's just do it in June. And then, so we had set on June. I think it was like the 28th. We had set on June. And as we started like looking at venues and planning, he was just like, um, can we push it back? <laughs> because we needed more time to just get yeah. everything sorted out. So we just, yeah. it was no like real special anything about it. It was just like, okay, this is the amount of time that we need so we can do it by October and let's just do it then. I was Perfect. trying to okay. fancy with the date, but you know, it wasn't working. So <laughs> Well, you have a good wedding date because it's your wedding date. So Absolutely. Yes. Oh, sweet. Okay, so he has a really easy last name for a hashtag. How did y'all come up with your hashtag? Okay, so I told y'all that he was my man the second he slid up in my DMs. So <laughs> I was like, okay, so I went hashtag is gonna be love done right. Like I just was like <laughs> Last name is right. That's my hashtag. Like immediately. And so when we start, when we got really serious and we started talking, I was like, "This is what our hashtag is going to be." He was just like, "Whatever." <laughs> so you know, it's like everything done right. That's that's kind of our thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that hashtag. Okay, so we need to take a quick break. This is the Black Wedding Podcast, and we are back. So let's jump right in. How big is your bridal party? I am not one of those girls that has a whole like tribe of like sisters and friends. That's like I was saying earlier. I wish I had more sisters. Uh So I kept it at a smooth five. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Like I saw recently in one of these Facebook wedding support groups that I got sucked into, this girl had 34 bridesmaids. I said, girl. The one on the beach? Yes. Yes. I I saw saw that that. too. First of all, no. (laughs) I don't even know 34 people. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. Yes. That's just, it's, you know, planning a wedding, like we said earlier, is a job. So to have to like, 
ugh, coordinate with all those different personalities and like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to make sure everybody get their dress size and all of these right. things. Mm-hmm. That's way too many people. So I'm like, we're going to, we're going to keep it at five. If somebody drops mm-hmm. out, then we're going to get to four. Mm-hmm. Like I was not, <laughs> I was not having it. Like, no, I did not want all the drama. Kept it at five. Perfect. That is a good size. Yes. yes. Perfect. And mm-hmm. Ashley over here has a nine. Oh, girl. Pray yeah. for her. I was hoping it was going to be like five, six, and then <laughs> it didn't. So it's it's fine. But I feel like we're a good group. Yeah. I hope y'all are. <laughs> I mean, it's still early. Um, I'm hoping that it all shapes up. It will. Well, it will. Yes. Thank you. I feel like five is a good number, and you don't have everyone in your ear. And hopefully everyone gets along. Does everybody get along? Yeah, most of them are like family members. Um, so it's my sister, two of my cousins, and then two of my friends that I've known both over 10 years. So everybody's like family. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So how did you decide to pick your bridal party? It was a no-brainer. Um, like I said, my sister and then two of my cousins that I'm like really, really close to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two friends that I've known forever. And one of them was like, girl, am I going to be in your wedding? I was like, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yes you are but um yeah, it was a no-brainer like like I said I'm not the type of person that has like a whole slew of friends mm-hmm. so I really that's that's another reason why we chose the hashtag love done right well I chose the hashtag love done right because we wanted to do our wedding our way and we wanted mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. it very personal so the people that are closest to me those are the ones that I chose makes sense is your sister your maid of honor yes she is pray for her <laughs> Oh, my sister's like a wild card. Like I said, she's ten years older than me. Um, and she was just a trip, even at the the bridal uh, shower. So yes, I have a maid of honor and a matron of honor. Okay, okay. Yeah, so my sister's my maid of honor, and my one of my older cousins is my matron of honor, and they both are just a mess. So always <laughs> <laughs> party with them, always. So, oh. How did you ask your bridesmaids to be in your wedding party? I didn't do nothing fancy. I thought I was going to do something fancy. <laughs> no, I really did. I thought I was going to just have like this whole like little box. And will you be my bridesmaid? Girl, yeah. I, we didn't do none of that. But what I did do was I had, I had a party for my bridal party. Um, okay. And I had little bags for with things, gifts in there for them. I got them uh, a nail polish color that goes with our... Uh, colors for the wedding. Like I said, I kept it real simple. I got the mm-hmm. robes that we're going to take pictures in when we get our makeup done at the hotel. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I did do that I loved was um, I created a journal and I actually premiered it with them. So the back of the journal, oh, nice. yeah, it's a goal setting journal and the back of the journal says love done right, but it's W-R-I-T-E. So it kind of goes in with my theme. Yeah. They just was like, yes, they loved it. They thought it was so cute. So I didn't have a fancy way to ask them, but I did, you know, think about them and I got them all some other makeup and stuff like that too. But yeah. Nice. That's personal though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. So what are your colors? So I am doing shades of purple. So we're doing lilac, lavender, dark purple, and regular gold. No rose gold. (laughs) We are on the same page here. Yes, finally. I wanted to to note that regular, old-fashioned, faithful gold. I I was waiting for you to say rose gold. Thank you. Thank you. 
it's everywhere. Like not even just like was wedding stuff, but literally everywhere. I'm like, I ain't got no gold necklaces. It's everything is rose gold. Right. I'm over it. Throw it away. Right. I want this pink gold. <laughs> Give me the regular gold. Exactly. Throw, just throw that away. Uh-uh. <laughs> I wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> How many guests are you inviting? Oh, girl. Yeah. I am so sick of this guest list. Y'all don't even <laughs> know. Like, I think I am probably one of the more simpler brides. Like, I am not here for all this extra stuff. So my mm-hmm. mom is one of 11. And my dad is one of six. And I said, who is paying for all wow. the people to come? Not I said the cat. So we are keeping it under 100. I think we stopped at like nice. six. But if we Ooh. can keep, like, like if some of y'all want to decline, you know, that's fine too. So, <laughs> but, you know, to, to accommodate. Also, uh, the reception is, is stopped at 86, but we decided to have an open ceremony. And, you know, with Black people and with church people, especially, you have to have an open ceremony. Yeah. Like people are going to show up. And I have a funny story about that too. Exactly. But people are going to show up to your ceremony. That's just something, that's a part of our DNA. That's what we do. We're going to show right. up whether you invited us or not. Um, right. But yeah, my cutoff is 86 people. Praise God. And wow. if you did RSP, it's going to be less than that. So that's it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I never really wanted to have a big, big, big wedding okay. because I feel like it just gets away from he and I. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Also, the wedding, all that stuff is a, is really about other people. You know, people, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it, it gets away true. from being about the bride and the groom. Um, and I didn't yeah. want to just have this big old performance. I wanted it to be very, like, intimate and just all about mm-hmm. love. So we kept it cute, cute and small. That's it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do, too. How do I tell all these people you're not coming to my wedding? <laughs> Easily. You're not coming uh. to my wedding. <laughs> you didn't get the RSVP. Exactly. And once you start planning, that becomes way easier because there's so many things to do. And as a matter of fact, I had had somebody like ask in a sly kind of way today. And I was just Uh like, oh, yeah. So the invitations already went out. Um, Yeah, we're keeping it. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you find ways to stick to your number because it will get away from you so fast. Oh, yeah. It's just, that's just, you know, people know that weddings are extremely expensive. So, you know, a lot of people said to me, oh, I don't really care about all the reception. I just want to come see you do your vows. And I was like, perfect. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so I don't expect to see you after this point. Have a nice evening. (laughs) Make it home safe. (laughs) And my venue is not We need to find our way to the reception. Yeah, yeah. So where is your venue? Like, tell us about your venue. So my, ve- oh, I love my venue. Um, so it's called Anton's in Queens Village. And okay. I love it because it's all inclusive. They do it. We can't bring in any food. They're doing everything. They're doing the wow. cake. The, the, they're contracted with um, Carlos Bakery. That's Cake Boss. So mm-hmm. they do everything. And I was like, oh, yes, God, thank wow. you. But they it's it's just so beautiful and they have like four parking lots i know that's like nothing in georgia mm-hmm. but in new york that's a huge thing <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. i can imagine no can like parking oh parking is terrible up here so mm, the, yeah my, we're doing the ceremony at my home church where my parents got married oh they fit, they fit 400 people in there i don't know how they did that 
So wow. whatever, but we're doing the <laughs> we're doing the the reception at a catering hall, and um, it's beautiful. They were very the process was like so smooth. Like I said, they're taking care of everything. Um, I don't have to worry about really anything except for my florists coming in and doing the you know doing the tables or whatever have you, bringing in our favorites, mm-hmm. and that's really it. But um, as far as like the guests are concerned, they have it in the contract. If someone does not have a place card, they will ask them to leave. So that was another. Yes. Wow. Come on now, venue. <laughs> yes. That was another um, thing that I was like, oh, OK, so I don't have to tell all these people. They'll just get escorted out. Thank God. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. So I love my venue. It's beautiful. Perfect. And I guess you answered this question earlier, but how far along are you in the wedding planning process? I am, I'm actually like down to the wire. Now, like I said, we're a little bit over 30 days. I think we're like 36 days out. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So we are just, everything is already contracted. We're just tying up the loose ends, um, making sure that all the dresses came in, making, you know, just really tying things up at this yeah. point. And I'm trying to catch my breath. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're way down the road, and I'm just like, girl, let's just go. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. I feel you. <laughs> now, how involved is your fiance in this whole process? He is way more involved than I thought he was going to be. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I'm like, can I just do this? But I love the fact that he, <laughs> I love like no like because if we're like talking about favorites, he's like, well, I don't know if we should. I'm like. I thought the bride usually did that, but it's cool. You know, it's cool. But no, <laughs> very involved. And I love that. You know, he um he didn't want to see the bridesmaids dresses, but he had to in order to like coordinate the guys' stuff. Um, but that's really the only the only things he obviously he didn't want to see my dress. He didn't want to see like my details, but he is mm-hmm. very involved. And um, yeah, he's on top of it. He is really on top of it. And I'm wow. I'm, glad, I'm glad that he's not one of those grooms that's just like, tell me when to show up. Because I would have been upset about that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So how many dresses did you try on before you found the dress? Oh, my gosh. I, this is another good story. So <laughs> I have all the stories today. I'm, I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> so they opened up a brand new Davis Bridal in Manhattan on 25th Street. And uh, I was like, perfect timing. I just got engaged. Oh, my gosh. So we go. They had this big party. You had the RSVP for it or whatever. They had, like, a little Moet bottle. Girl, I don't drink, so I don't know how to pronounce this stuff. Anyway, they had little (laughs) bottles of stuff and, you know, passing out cupcakes. It was really cute. Um, And also, at the same time, um, uh, they had girls trying on dresses or whatever. So I was just in there. Like, my head was spinning. I was like, this is everything. So... (laughs) I was a little too overwhelmed for trying dresses then. So we made an appointment um, and then we went back to trying dresses. So I never wanted to have my arms out. I want sleeves on my dress. And so sometimes that's that's hard to find in the stores nowadays. So when yeah. I got that, I was like, this is what I want. She said, okay, no problem. All of these dresses over here, we can attach sleeves. So I was like, okay, perfect. So we're looking at dresses, we're picking out stuff. And I pick up this dress. Oh, I was about to describe it. I can't do that. Anyway, <laughs> so I pick up <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, this is cute. This will look nice with sleeves. My mother was like, I hate it. I was like, oh, girl, bye. Let's just try it on anyway. You never know how it's going to look. Um, so we go in the back. I think I tried on two or three. I think I tried on three dresses. And then I tried on that dress that my mother hated. I put it on and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> started crying. And so it was dress number four. And I'm like, 
this is so pretty. And we, we tried on the sleeves because, you know, they can give you the little uh, sleeves. And we tried that on. We tucked it in. And I was just like, this is it. I didn't cry. I actually was like dancing and stuff. So I knew it was the dress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my mom started crying. So I was like, Aww. this is it. So it was first time trying on dresses, the fourth dress. I, I've told you, I'm like the most simple bride ever. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm ready to go. Right. Yeah. Aww. So, um, okay. So you said that was the fourth dress. Mm-hmm. Are you still in the budget that you set before you started planning? Yes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you on the higher end of the budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, we kind of tipping over, you know. <laughs> That's why I said, you know, y'all, some of y'all don't have to come. That's that's fine. But uh <laughs> really that makes it cheaper for you if folks yeah. stay at home. Yes. <laughs> I feel like from what I've like read and from what I've seen, I think almost every bride goes over her unless she is yeah. just like do it on a dime type of bride. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think everybody kind of goes over just a little bit because there's so many like mm-hmm. come out of nowhere that just jump out on you like what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I actually think that we're doing really good. We haven't gone way over. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> okay. We can still what live afterwards. That's good. So what seems to be the highest expense thus far? Well, I kind of anticipated all of the costs. Uh-huh. So there was nothing that really like surprised me. But the the largest cost that we've had to take care of um, is the reception venue, which I knew. You know, that's mm-hmm. where most of the money anyway. Um, I think the second largest cost was the photographer. But I was fine with that because everything... Mm-hmm that you pay for in the wedding is for other people. You don't, yeah. like, the bride and the groom, they don't go home with anything unless they get a videographer and a photographer. You exactly. Know? So I was perfectly fine with paying a nice amount of money for a good photographer because I wanted to capture the day. And from what I hear, you know, it goes by so fast and you don't even remember stuff. So yeah. anything else, my dress, everything, yo, I would have been blessed, honey. My dress, I wanted a, a floral arch for the church. Uh-huh. That old my dress, the arch, the the centerpieces, everything has been like so good. Everything Aww. like price wise, so good. But um, yeah, I think the venue, the reception venue, and the photographer were the biggest expenses, and they were okay. They were what I expected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I can't remember that. Um, the dress question is going to come back. <laughs> I'm gonna probably think of it like tomorrow and just be upset. <laughs> Well, now that we're talking about vendors, how many black vendors did you use? Oh, I wanted to use so many more. So I saw this post. I want to say it was like a blog post or something a couple of years ago where this lady had a blackout wedding, meaning she used all black vendors. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. I started researching. Girl, <laughs> not in New York. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know where she was. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not in New York. Um, wow. It was very difficult. What I did do, though, was I got a black photographer. I knew that if we were going to spend nice. a lot yeah. of money on the photography, that I'm giving that coin to us. You know, yeah. no but, you know, I want our people to, you know, come up mm-hmm. and do well as well. So, um, yeah, not not that many. Like, fi- trying to find a reception venue that is black-owned is just like... Right. You know, it's just, unless, yeah. you're, unless you are keeping it all in the church... Yeah, exactly. It's almost impossible. 
Um, let me think. Obviously, I went to David's Bridal for my dress, so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Floral, yep. Same with the florist. I, like it just it was it is not easy. And and you would think you know New York is very diverse, but no, mm. it was it was very hard to find um, black vendors. But my makeup artist and my wedding planner and my photographer are all black. So I'm nice. Mm-hmm. That's kind of similar. I'm noticing in Atlanta too. Um, definitely, like venue wise, I think outside of churches, there might be like two that I am aware of. Yeah, they're on the south side. One I think is in Tucker. Mm-hmm. Other is in like Riverdale near the airport. Mm-mm, not even that far down. It's um. By uh, Pascal's, Pascal's. Oh, okay. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's in, it's by the like uh, the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah. yeah. So okay. kind of South Side-ish, but still like in the city. But yeah, I mean, it's just hard to find a mm-hmm. lot of. Unfortunately, hopefully we yeah. can, hopefully through this podcast, you know, people will be yeah. inspired to become, to, to put those gifts and those talents to work, to mm-hmm. become vendors because we need it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking forward to the most on your wedding day? Child, I'm looking forward to the honeymoon. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real response. Okay, the gag is. I'm just trying to get the honeymoon. <laughs> um, what am I looking forward to the most? I think I am looking forward to saying my vows. Oh, okay. I mean, that is like... You know, I mean, I already feel like I'm his wife. Like, I'm so, like, yeah. right down the road. And yeah. we're just already doing so much together. I think making that declaration before God and before our family. Yeah. And, you know, letting everybody know she is Mrs. Right Now, honey. Hello. <laughs> Changing everything immediately. Absolutely. Okay. Have you already written your vows? I'm going to write my vows. I'm going to make him write his vows. Because he's okay. like, oh, Janice, you're the writer. You should just write mine for me. I'm like, Daryl. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mess. He's a mess. But no, we're going to do, I think we're going to do the traditional vows and write our vows. Okay. okay. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That means so much to me. You know, yeah. marriage is... My parents have been together for 36 years. His parents have been together for, I want to say, 56. I think 56. Wow. So marriage is a big deal. And taking those vows and making that promise to God before God's people is just like a huge thing for me. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to him crying when he sees me. Okay. (laughs) Right. I'm just looking forward to, you know, having that moment with him in front of everybody um, and just knowing that, yes, we did this. We did it. Yes. <laughs> Someone needs to capture that cry. Right. Oh my god. Y'all pray that I don't ugly cry again. Cause I'm gonna be <laughs> doing that. Uh-uh. Your makeup your makeup artist will touch you up right after. I know, but I just don't want them ugly pictures. <laughs> I promise they won't be ugly. Yeah. You'll you'll be holding you'll be holding back because of the makeup that you already have on and the fact that you know, like, okay. Yeah. I can't fully ugly cry right now. Like yeah. Not like the I pictures. did. Not like I did for that proposal. Ooh, girl, I just went off. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all going on a honeymoon like immediately after? Yes. Yeah, so we're getting married on a Friday. We are leaving on Monday morning. Okay. 
Nice. Are y'all going out of the country or staying in the country? Mexico, here we come. Okay. All right. Yes, girl. I need to get to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this work and planning. Whew, right. Somebody beach. Okay. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, did y'all do premarital counseling? Yes, last night we actually just finished our, our last session. Nice. Uh, my, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but my dad is marrying us. So, uh-huh. yeah, so he did the counseling. And on the last session, he brings in my mom. Um, and it was just so good. You know, wow. like I said, marriage is a big deal. My parents uh-huh. have been together forever and a day, uh, same as his parents. And I was telling my parents, I said, you know, out of all this planning and stuff like that, I would, one big piece of advice that I would give to any woman that's getting ready to get married, whether you decide to go on a destination wedding, have a formal, you know, traditional wedding, or you're going to go to the justice of the peace, plan to be married, meaning put some time in between the time where you say yes and the day that you get married. And the reason for that is because God does a transformation in you. You mm-hmm. you don't become a wife when you say, I do. You start becoming a wife beforehand. Mm, and yeah. for me, God has really been revealing like more of why he brought us together. Yeah. Um, and so counseling really brought out some things and shined a light on some things. And it really empowered and equipped us for this next phase of our lives. And it has just been phenomenal. And I was I was really, really glad that my dad did it. Um, I was hoping that he would not be partial and child. He wasn't. He did. He pulled no punches. He was like, look, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. He didn't Aww. care if I was his baby or not. He was just like, I'm going to tell you the real because, um, you know, God loves families and yeah. he mm-hmm. wants it to work. So he really stood on the side of being like a proponent of marriage and teaching us how to make it work. He even taught us how to argue. Can you believe that? There is a technique to it. (laughs) Uh How to get through those tough moments, but not throw each other over the boat. Um, Right. Still honor God in that. So yeah, counseling was, like, I want to keep going. Like, it was so good. (laughs) Wow. So good. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, how was doing premarital counseling with your father? You know, I, I knew a little bit, uh, a little bit what to expect because, you know, mm-hmm. that's my dad. Yeah. But it's it's completely different when it's you that's getting married, that's sitting across the table from your counselor and they're telling you X, Y, and Z. And it's so funny because we did four weeks. He does okay. between four to six weeks, um, depending mm-hmm. on what your needs are, whatever have you. And um, like even some of the things that he taught us, we learn quick lessons. Like, you know, there were things that came up that was just like, remember what you learned in counseling? So, um, like I said, he was not partial at all Uh to me because I was his baby, which I loved. Um, Like I said, he was a proponent. He is a proponent for marriage. Gotcha. Proponent for making it work. And it was everything. It was so good. He kept real, real, real with me. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. So what is something you've learned about yourself throughout the engagement that maybe you didn't know before? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a really good question. Um, I think, well, here's one thing. You really think 
that you're ready for marriage. So, so sometimes when you've been like single for a while and you like, you finally know what you want, you're like, okay, I'm ready to get married uh-huh. now. But you, you're not really ready to get married until you wish the person that you're going to marry. You know, you can say a whole mm. lot of things. Yeah. Oh, when I get married, I'm going to do this. When I get my husband, I'm going to do that. But none of that don't mean nothing when he comes because you have to consider him. You know, it's a, this is a whole body. This is a whole nother person mm-hmm. with ideas and thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, like, I, you know, I, I thought, okay, yeah, now I'm ready to get married. Now I'm ready for love. I thought that I was, but I didn't realize, oh, girl, you're not yet until we got into the relationship and things started moving. And I was like, oh, that's why I said I would tell any woman that is preparing, that, that wants to be married, put some space in between the day that you say, yes, I will marry you. And the day that you say I do and sign the paper, because Mm -hmm. there is a transformation. I am, I heard somebody else say this once. I am, I am Janice LaVon Walters. I am turning into Janice LaVon Wright. That is a whole different person that I don't know. And so I'm being introduced to her and I'm like, okay. Um, Something else that I learned about myself is, well, I knew this, but it's really shined a light that I worry <laughs> way too much and mm-hmm. I get really super anxious mm-hmm. too quick about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God has shown me and my fiance has shined a light on it as well. Like, you know, if you say you believe God for something, believe him, don't over anticipate something. And then you go into this frenzy, like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to flip out. Um, that also doesn't work with him. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like everything, like getting married is, is really the, the, uh, you, your life is like changing. You are being molded and shaped to include another person into your life. That is like, what? Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, what is it going to be like when I have a child, girl? Oh goodness. I didn't even think about that. It is a whole new personality. A whole, like you have to consider somebody else. Like, I'm so in my own head and like, okay, I'm going to do this. And, da, 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 da. and he's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And I'm like, do you know? uh, <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, no, it's a whole yeah. person that you have to um, consider. So it's just really like a life change as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I am turning into Janice Wright. I am not her completely yet, but I'm getting there. So yeah. I'm like, Wow. She's a new person. She speaks differently. She looks differently. Like, e- uh-huh. like even the way that I've been dressing has been changing. I'm like, okay, girl, you stepping it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and and that's because I have included this new person into my life, and now yeah. we're moving together. I'm not just moving solo. So, it's just like a whirlwind of change. Like, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so what have you learned about Daryl through all of this? I've learned so many things. Um, I don't want to put all his business out there. <laughs> yeah, that's real too. <laughs> no. Um, the cliff notes. <laughs> men are a lot more. Y'all excuse my parents. They in there praising God. That's <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> that's <fine. laughs> I think they're on the phone praying for somebody. That's, that's what we do. That's what we are. But anyways, um, men are a lot more sensitive than they say and I think women sometimes are so caught up in their emotions like we're emotional and we feel like this and but men have those same feelings and same emotions they expressed it in a different way Mm -hmm. but they have those same feelings so to see a strong 
bold, courageous man. And, you know, he's 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 uh, opening up. He's being soft. He's being gentle to you. That was just like, whoa, really? And it didn't make me think less of him. It really allowed me to see his humanity. And Aww. that I think that was really important for me because I had like the crush for so long. And, you know, sometimes yeah. you have a crush and you put them way up high, you know, you put mm-hmm. them all the way up here. Um, and so when they when they come down and they're on eye level with you, and you see them as a human. Sometimes that can go left field. And some people are like, oh, you ain't nothing. No, it made me admire him more it made mm-hmm. me respect him more it made me appreciate him more and and something i said earlier he is the man that he said he was so even in those private moments that he and i have i see that all the more you know i see mm. god in him that's what it is that i see Child, yeah. gonna make me cry Aww. i'm just like so like blessed and so i i can't believe that the man that I dreamed of, the man that I begged God for, the man that daddy told me I should get, I actually got him. Lord, Aww. I thank you. Glory, they're going to get, glory. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm going to get that shirt. Yeah. I'm going to get that shirt because that's, that's, like, that's like how I feel. Like, oh, glory. <laughs> <laughs> how has your relationship with God been strengthened through this engagement? Oh, girl, let me tell you. This transformation of girlfriend to fiance to wife mm-hmm. is going to put you on your knees. Like you are going to talk, talk to God more. You're going to pray. You are. It's just what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if your relationship was shaky with God before, mm-hmm, it's going to be strong now. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's a whole other human being that you have to consider, that you have yeah. to include, that you you know, that you have to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, And that takes practice. (laughs) And sometimes it's really, really, really hard. You know, I'm 32. I've been single for 32 years. I didn't have to consider somebody on this level. So it's going to make you pray. But it's also very empowering because sometimes... Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I yes, I'm a born again believer. I've been so for a long time. But sometimes you still have your human moments and you're like, you know what, I'm about to lay this person out. And then he'll be like, uh-uh, Janice, we love God. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna pray. And I'm like, yes, that's why I'm marrying you. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's strengthening me in my relationship with God. It's challenging me in my relationship with God, even when we discuss scripture and things like that. It's just like marriage is a mystery like the word is true honey it Mm -hmm. is a mystery and Mm -hmm. it is the one relationship that is supposed to reflect how your relationship with god is supposed to be and if you think about it that way you wouldn't be so quick to fuss them out and say get out you know what i'm saying if you think right think about it in that way you won't be so quick to just not say i'm sorry like Uh i've always been very stubborn (laughs) and if i feel like i'm right i don't care what you say you can fight me i'm I'm not saying sorry but i (laughs) like when i was younger i would get a beating before i said sorry like that was just (laughs) (laughs) but i have said i am sorry so not necessarily because i was even wrong it's just because i love you yeah um I want our relationship to be smooth. Um, yeah. And that's not just blowing over things like, oh, I'm shutting you up, so I'm going to say sorry. No, it's, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. Can you explain? Or I'm sorry. Uh, you know, that came off a little weird. Yeah. Can you say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it has really just blown my relationship with God up. And I'm just like, Lord, okay. All right, God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. 
I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Like Tania's what y'all have been together six months yeah, now. Yeah. So she's still like in the in the new yeah, stage. New stage, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Enjoy. Enjoy. I love yeah. that stage. It was so like I said, he was my husband when he slipped in the DMs. So <laughs> <laughs> do this. You know? Listen, uh-huh. sometimes you really know though, like it's a whole different approach yeah. than everyone else you've dated. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's like, oh, oh, okay. Like I told Ed his birthday the first year we were dating, which how long was that? three, four months, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you gonna marry me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this it. This is it right here. <laughs> like, I knew. I knew. So, I mean, but it's, yeah, it's it oof, different. Yeah. It feels different. It's, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that list, like how you were saying in the beginning, you got to throw that list away because, that list is what could keep you dating those same type of guys Absolutely. over and over again that aren't fruitful and you're not moving forward. You're dating to date and you're hoping that it's going to go somewhere and that's going to lead somewhere, but it doesn't for whatever reason. Yeah. Kind of throw that list away and get down to the bare minimum. Then God will bring that person that is like completely Everything you wanted in some. Absolutely. It's crazy because I didn't have a list before. Well, I mean, I did, but it was a play playlist. But when I sat down and actually prayed about it, I rewrote that list and then he came. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where this goes. <laughs> I, I'm optimistic about this yeah. one, but. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. I don't even know I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> How do y'all keep each other encouraged through the wedding planning process? So we made it known from the beginning. We are not going to be swept away by a day. Absolutely not. We decided from jump, we are not working towards a day. We are working towards a lifetime plus a day. Um, So even when we went like ring shopping and stuff, like, you know, you as girls, we think about these things like, oh my God, when I go ring shopping, I'm going to be like that. Like we go into the jewelry store and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, this is so beautiful. But my mind just could not help but to go, but you know, this is, even if I didn't have a ring, I'm marrying you. Like, so we established that from jump. This is not about all the aesthetics and the day, all this stuff. Yes. We want to have a beautiful, fabulous day that represents us and you know, what we're about or whatever have you, but we plan for a marriage, not just for a day. So that doesn't mean that I don't get stressed out. And then, so what he'll say is, okay, babe, we're not going to get stressed out about this in his deep, melodious voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he's like, yeah, let's go do something fun. So we'll go catch a movie. Or oh, we went axe throwing a couple weeks ago in Brooklyn. So, you know, when it starts to get frustrating, we will go do something fun. Um, and we will remind ourselves, like, God is going to take care of us because he yeah. has, you know, yeah. he has thus far all those big things that we were like, oh, my gosh, about God was like, nah, I got you. I got you. Play. Here you go. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, right. it's just he's just made a way. So we take a deep breath. We go on a little fun date. 
we remind ourselves that God is in control and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Plan Aww. for marriage. Plan for marriage, not just the wedding. Hello, because that is just a few hours and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> now, what advice have you received, good and bad? Oh, well, obviously the good advice came from our counseling session. Mm-hmm. Session, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously keep God the center and the head. I'll give y'all a little tidbit inside of the counseling session. The first rule of marriage is to leave and cleave. Um, and that scripture, that idea is in scripture about four or five times. Mm-hmm. So that means that he is first in my, well, aside from God, he is first in my life. I am first in his, his life. So that means nobody comes between us. Build a fortress around you and him and that's it. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else come in, not even when you have children. Um, because mm-hmm. our job as parents is to train them in the way that they should go. Uh, so when they're old, they won't depart from it. That means we're training them to be God-fearing, law-abiding citizens. Yeah. Um, right. Ultimately, we're training them to grow up and marry somebody themselves. So yeah. you can't mm-hmm. let the child penetrate and disrupt your marriage because children do. You can't let your mama, my mama, his daddy, auntie. No, it's me, him, and Jesus. So that was the best advice. Um, the worst advice. So this is unfortunate, but... <laughs> This is this is so bad. This is unfortunate. But I've heard like it wasn't necessarily directed towards me. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes when people have been married for so long, I've heard this from a lot of older women when they've been married so long, and I guess they kind of forgot the reason for marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get into this space where it's just like, oh, girl, you're gonna have to change your life. Like they just get so like, <laughs> oh, like it's a burden. That's the worst thing that I've heard. And they just make it seem like marriage is a choice. Oh, you're going to have to change your name. You're not going to be yourself. You're not going. And from my parents and from his parents, I ain't see that. My mother is totally herself. His mother is, her, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I think in those relationships, they've forgotten that marriage is about reflecting and honoring God. Uh-huh. Um, and God wants you to have a happy marriage, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why some people get like that. I guess, I don't know. I don't know how they get like that. But I've heard from some older women, you sure? Because sometimes marriage, I'm like, girl, if you don't go over there with that dry marriage talk, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's you. That ain't over here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not, And that's not to say that, you know, you won't endure some hardships or whatever have you. Right. You know, we anticipate that, but... Like I said, he taught us how to argue. He taught us the meaning for all of this. And and we keep that in front of us. That was just a downer. Like, oh, sometimes, girl, you got to do things you don't want to do. I don't want to hear that. Go sit down. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened in your marriage, sis, but mm-mm, it's a no for me. Throw that away. Okay, and the final question, well, it's a two-parter, and you've really already answered this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So what advice do you have for anyone who's single and still hopeful for marriage? And what advice do you have for anyone like me that just got engaged? Okay, so for the hopeful singles, don't give up on love because giving up on love is giving up on God, period. God is love. Don't give up on love. Um, wait, stick to your guns and wait on God. You know, 
I, like I said, I got to a place where I was like, girl, I'm just, I had decided I was going to get another dog and just keep it moving. Like I was like, <laughs> nope, it's a no for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this marriage, by the way. <laughs> but I remember, <laughs> I remember very distinctly my mother going off on me in the kitchen. Don't you give up on God. God always got somebody in the stash. And I was like halfway listening to her, but it came back to me like, you know, before I went to sleep. And I was like, you know what? That's right. I'm not going to give up on love, God, because you're love. I said it real dry like that, too. I was like, <laughs> okay, God. Um, but, you know, I meant it from my heart. And I was just like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to let the actions of somebody that just ain't got no kind of sense deter me from what I know you love. Mm-hmm. God loves family. He loves family. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this is something that he will honor. So I can put that request before him and say, God, I really wanted to get married. So could mm-hmm. you hook me up? And he did. So don't ever give up on love. I don't care what happened to you. I don't care what crazy person has broken your heart. That was them, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever yeah. baggage they had going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you find yourself content in God, and when you find yourself like unwavering in God, mm-hmm. he will bless. He will bless mm-hmm. you. Also, singleness is not like a death sentence. You know, you need that. Right. Yeah. You yeah. need that. You know, it was so many things that I learned while like those three and a half, four years was like a bomb time. I did so many things, so yeah. many things during that time. So mm-hmm. it's not a death sentence. It really got me to a place where I am completely unwavering in my faith. I don't care who you are, what you're saying. I know who I am and I know who my God is. So yeah, don't, don't look at singleness as a death sentence. Don't compare yourself to other people. Cause girl, I was doing that. Like everybody got married at 25. I'm 27 now. Why, you know, like, <laughs> right. Right. I'm going nuts. Like, no, we're not going to do that. So, you know, find your contentment in God, like yeah. get happy about God, get to know him, get to know how he thinks of you, how he views you. That'll build up your confidence too. You know, if you've gone through something, that was unpleasant like I did like you know so don't take it as a death sentence never ever ever give up on love I don't care how old you are this is lady um her name is Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth and she's uh, an amazing um teacher she has a ministry called Revive Our Hearts she got married at 58 years old wow I said okay sis I, I was watching her uh, wedding on live stream like God is going to do it for me honey <laughs> right <laughs> And she wasn't even looking to get married. She was just like, oh, I'm good. I'm just working full-time ministry. I'm good. Like, she was not. And then when he came, she was like, hold up. What? So, (laughs) you know, don't ever give up on love because God is love. And don't look at singleness as a death sentence because it's not. It's really your time to bloom and really become who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me wrap this up, honey. Uh, What'd you say? uh, Advice for somebody that's newly engaged. Mm -hmm. Do what you desire for your day. Everybody is going to have an opinion about what you should do, where you should Mm. go, how you should have your hair. Do what makes you and your fiance happy. Period. (laughs) 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 Because you will get so frustrated trying to do all the the things, trying to invite all the people. Mm Mm-hmm. No, we're not doing that. No. Mm-hmm. So really lean in on you and your future husband because this is the first day to the rest of your life. And you don't want to look back and feel like, oh, I did all of this stuff and I really didn't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. no, I really didn't want to wear my hair like that. But my mom said, I, like, no, no. Do what is going to make 
you and your future husband happy. This is the first day of the rest of your life. So look right. at it like that. Like we're starting off this way. You know, how you start is, how they, as they say, how you end. So, yeah. you know, focus on you and your fiance because everybody has an opinion. Everybody want to invite their second cousin twice removed down the block up the street, cross the road. No. <laughs> <laughs> invite the people that, you love the most and that love you the most you know think about yeah. think about 25 years from now when i look back at my pictures and stuff i'm gonna be like dang i'm so happy that they came or i'm gonna be like dang i should have invited such and such you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. right so do what makes you too happy because it's really about y'all anyway makes sense that's it that's really it <laughs> wow thank you so much Shanice yes, yes thank you thank oh. you for having me I, yes, you know this yes. was such like oh a relief child from doing like wedding work it was nice to <laughs> talk about it. you yeah. know it was yeah. nice yeah. yeah kind of in a little bit still <laughs> No, that's, I mean, and we like after, you know, you've settled into being Mrs. Wright, we definitely want you to come back and like tell us about the wedding, tell us about like marriage and all of those things. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for it. I'll definitely come back. Perfect. Yay. Okay. So we're going to move to the unsolicited advice portion where. I tell y'all things that either I learned or I was told or whatever. It's nothing you wanted to hear, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because that's unsolicited advice. And so basically, I mean, if you haven't talked to them in the last year or so, they should not get an invite to your wedding. (laughs) Um, Find ways to cut that cost down uh, by all means possible. Somebody else told me, uh, your coworkers are not your friends, so uh, don't invite them. Or they might be uh, someone cool to kind of laugh with, pass the time with while you're at the office. But uh, if you're not hanging out with them after work or beyond outside these walls, mm-hmm. they don't really need an invite to your wedding like that. So... Yeah, so that's my little advice uh, for today. And uh, we'll wrap this thing up with some Black Wedding vendor shout outs. So who do you have, Janice? So I am going to shout out two people, actually. I'm going to shout out um, earlier, like I said, my uh, photographer, Sequoia Daniel. And um, like I said, black woman from New York. She actually just got married recently too. So she would be a great guest on the show. Just shout out for that. But anyways, (laughs) um, yeah, it's funny because like I said, we definitely wanted a black wedding photographer. One of my cousins recommended her. um, And I was like, okay, cool. And then we went ahead and booked her. She was great um, with her, how she handled her business, which was very important. Because mm-hmm. you don't have time to be like stressing over people not getting back to you. She was very prompt, which I loved. Um, and just looking at her work on her Instagram and her website, absolutely beautiful. And then also we found out that she went to school with my fiance's nephew, and he was asking us who's going to be our photographer. So he was going to re- recommend her as well. So I felt like it was divine. She was supposed to be our photographer. So that is Sequoia Daniel, S-E-Q-U-O-Y-A-H, Daniel.com. 
and the same name on Instagram. That's the first one. And then the second one is my sister-in-law, Natasha Taylor Wright. She uh, designs events and she also, she does a lot of things, child. She does baking as well. And she also did, she's, she did my bouquet and all of my bridesmaids bouquets. Oh. Um, I'm having a brooch bouquet. So I wanted yes. it to look a certain kind of way. Yeah. yeah. So the name of her business is The Right Sweet Touch. That's the W-R-I-G-H-T Sweet Touch. That's her website and um, her Instagram as well. So definitely check her out. Okay. Oh, I'm here for it. We're definitely going to check her out and follow her. Follow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow both of them. Mm-hmm. Who do you have, Tania? So I actually have a florist. You know, I, of course, found her on Instagram. Um, I'm not quite sure of her real name, but it is Warren underscore Forest. Um, I love her floral arrangements and I love her bouquets that she's done for other brides and so I just wanted to go ahead and shout her out again it's Warren and that's W-A-R-R-E-N underscore Forrest F-O-R-R-E-S-T I think her name has something to do with her grandma or grandmother's something like that and she's Atlanta based so she'll have events and stuff outside of just like wedding related um, and I think she recently celebrated a business anniversary. Okay. Yeah. She definitely beautiful yes, work. Um, yes. yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to shout out my DJ. Um, DJ six, five is his, um, DJ name on Instagram. He's six, five productions, but his name is Dale Thomas. I have been to one event that he DJ. It wasn't a wedding. It was a work event. Um, but I had a good time. And um, we know, like, uh, when a, um, Ed was in a wedding where he DJed, and um, the bride basically, like, told me good reviews for the DJ. So looking forward to seeing him in action next year. Um, so... But shout out to all black wedding vendors. You are doing the good work yes. of making a happy wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're giving us something that we could take for, you know, long term memory or if it was just to enjoy ourselves the day of. So Definitely. perfect. Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, where can people find you, Janice, if they want to like follow you as you become Mrs. Wright? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, definitely can follow me. I'm relaunching my blog. So Hello. follow me, lovejanicelavon.com. That's L-O-V-E-J-E-N-I-S-E-L-A-V-O-N-N-E.com. <laughs> <laughs> And um, at Janice LaVon, everywhere else on social media. Perfect. Yes. yes. By the way, I don't think we mentioned this, but she's a gospel singer. Yes. See, I'm over here thinking about weddings. See, I, I'm blaming it on a wedding. I didn't <laughs> like thoroughly introduce myself in the beginning. Yes. So, yes, I am a gospel, <laughs> I'm a gospel singer, songwriter. I do a lot of different things. Okay. I've written a book. 
I also do artist development for independent gospel artists. So that's, and I have a podcast for that. It's the Gospel Underground. So yeah. Yes. Shout out everything. We are going to plug you in all of the places. (laughs) Yes. Definitely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Follow you on everything. Yeah. Y'all pray my strength because all of that plus marriage, I'm like, oh God, how are we going to do it? All right. You'll get it done. And yes, possible. possible. Yes. yes, yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for, for just being me. on the show yes. and being willing to be on the show. Like one of the very first people, if not the first, to basically say, I'll be on the show. I yes, can't wait. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had so much fun just talking about weddings and not really doing nothing for it at the moment, just talking. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I just want to say thank you guys for even creating this podcast, this movement, because Black people really do things differently. And we need Mm -hmm. a space where we can talk about it. You know, I just thought it was like a genius idea. I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm here for it. I was just like, yes, I'm subscribing (laughs) immediately. Um, And and when you're planning for weddings, you're looking around to to see yourself or to see somebody or something that can relate to you. And it's so difficult as a Black woman. So shout out to y'all for doing this. The Black Wedding Podcast. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean... Just as I've been planning, I know, like, I I follow, like, some of the Instagram accounts and stuff like that. But I don't think that's necessarily how, like, my wedding's going to be, which... Exactly. So I feel like we all need representation Mm -hmm. because even just within Black weddings, we have so many different types of Black weddings and so many different types of Black brides that we all need our own exposure. Yes. So and there's so many talented people out there. Yes. So we just need a space that we can highlight them, you know, and just get them some business. Because at the end of the day, we definitely mm-hmm. want to support Absolutely. Them. That's what it's about. Exactly. And if we're throwing thousands of dollars at something, might as well throw it at ourselves, you know? Exactly. Like <laughs> so Yes. But again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. You can find us at Hugh I Do Wed on IG and, and on Twitter and Facebook. Yes, and Facebook. Email us any questions or if you want to be on the show or you just want to vent. <laughs> email us at Hugh I Do Wed at gmail.com. We are just y'all, yeah. still so excited about the support. We got our first five star review on iTunes yes. today. Yeah. Yeah, because that first one was um, well, constructive criticism. you know, yeah, not everybody's going to be happy with everything. And that's fine. That's fine. I be be yourself. Yeah. You know, so. But we definitely appreciated that first comment because it gave us constructive criticism. Yes. And it definitely pushed us into a better direction. Yeah. yeah. And it made us feel good. Like, oh, okay. You know, somebody out here likes yeah. it. You know, yeah. I mean, we know people like it. But, you know, she didn't have to write the review. She wrote the review. So exactly. thank you, Nishasta. Yes, um, we shouted her out on the last episode or the episode before mm-hmm. last. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to remember. It all. Yeah. But uh, thank you for the review. Um, you can rate, review, comment, and wherever subscribe. you can find us. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Mm-hmm. 
thank you again for coming on the show and talking with us today and just being able to catch up with you. And uh, thank you. I appreciate it. We wish you many blessings. Yes. Thank you so much. So have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.